0: Are you in business purgatory? Have you started a mini experiment? You've put your product out there. You've communicated it. You've Facebooked it. You've Instagrammed it. You've built the website. But you don't know if it's a success. Like people aren't buying. Should I keep going? Should I give up? Has it worked? How do I know if it's worked? What do I do? I'm feeling lost. I'm stuck in this middle zone where the excitement of launching has gone. I haven't got the energy coming back from the potential customers of the audience and you don't know what to do. It happens to the best of us. Welcome to one of the coaching episodes where we start to work out how we get out of business purgatory and decide whether the mini experiment has worked or not. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt. Rebelling against what society expects of us. To build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur podcast and I have with me... Toby. Welcome to the show, Toby. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've ended up together doing this podcast because you've been to the Rebel Business School and you're on the Rebel Book Club as well yes. with Laura.
1: Yeah, I did the Rebel, uh, the last nationwide online course, which was lovely. And then, yes, I was fortunate enough to be accepted into the book club. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I was not bemoaning. sure how
0: stringent their standards are.
1: <laughs> That's I don't quite know how to take that. Um, yes, but I, I think I was bemoaning a lack of progress on, on my end, and Laura said, well, "I'm going to see Alan tomorrow. I'll, I'll talk to him about that. So, and here we are.
0: Yes, and she said, "Alan, will you speak to Toby? Uh, he, he needs some help in the nicest possible way." He, he needs to she said to. that you were a star on the course you made huge progress and uh, you've hit a wall. So I guess, like, tell me where you are, what's going on, what's happened after the course, what happened? So, Help me understand the situation. Sure.
1: The course was great. Um, I had this idea for a business, which I had started last year and then I felt that I'd not got it right, so I I stopped it. I closed the shop. It's a product-based business. Um, And then... I started learning about the rebel school and uh, and booked onto one of the courses and got very fired up and very excited. And I did everything that I was supposed to do. And I I checked everything off the list (laughs) and I launched my business again and nothing happened. (laughs) And and I went into a bit of a, into a bit of a spiral and a bit of a kind of, Oh God, I don't, you know, I've not trained for what happens after nothing happens. What do I do? And so I I made a bit of a mistake. I, I asked for feedback. Oh, the pro- no. The problem with, as I'm sure you know, the the problem with asking for feedback, Alan, is sometimes you get it. <laughs> and it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. And that just confused me even more. Like, who's right? So I've got apparel companies saying, you're doing everything right, just keep on, you know, stay the course. I've got possible clients saying, oh, no, we don't like this colour and we don't like that design. And, ah. and I'm just, you know, and we're, we're listening to this or reading this book in, uh, the, the ultimate sales machine which I know is one of your favorites uh, in book club and I'm trying to you know be open and uh, uh, and receptive to it and it's just I'm just I'm, I'm confused and I'm just you're lost. confused I'm just lost I think I'm very aware that I'm talking a lot but I have this analogy of of a fishing boat you know you're in the harbor and there's a hundred fishing boats around you and you're all you know you're scrubbing the decks and you're checking your tackle and and you you know you you've got your sandwiches made and all that kind of stuff and then you're out at sea then you you sail out and it's just you and you cast your net and there's nothing else to do and and it maybe you get a bite and maybe you don't and, and then and you know nothing prepares you for that and then <laughs> and then at the moment i've got this huge storm above me and i don't know whether to you know to start the engine to man the oars i don't know whether to sit and wait it out i don't know whether to jump ship and i'm just i'm all at sea <laughs> <laughs> what
0: a wonderful analogy well, thank you. well let's see if we can get the lifeguard boat to come and give you a yes, hand please so this just happened there's lots of things there let's just tackling feedback to start with yeah feedback is an interesting one i remember joining Toastmasters to improve my public speaking skills. And there was one particular meeting I gave what I thought was a great speech. And at the end, I, you get notes, like comments about what you could do better. And I remember reading them at the end of the night and just feeling down because one comment said I spoke too fast and one comment said I spoke too quickly. Sorry, I spoke too slowly. Right, And i like, these exact opposite feedbacks, like mm. I cannot speak faster and speak slower at the same time. It's just physically impossible. What do I do with that? And I learned that, that if there's a consensus in the feedback, then there's probably something I need to do. If there's not a consensus in the feedback and it's like some random opinions, then there's it's less useful. Mm. And then the last bit is definitely who is giving the feedback. Is a huge, huge part. And Toastmasters is an incredible source of feedback because you've got people who practice speaking. Yeah. But they got to a certain stage where I was speaking every day as a full time professional, and the people at my club were unable to give me the feedback I needed to get to the next level sure. because. I was spending my life doing it and I needed someone to give me feedback that had been through exactly where I've got to go to. And feedback can be great. It is phenomenal. And we need to decide for ourselves partly as well. Like you listen to all the feedback and then you go, this is the route Mm. I want to take. And if you get too much feedback, it can lead to you feeling at sea. Because you're like, all these people are telling me all these different things. What the hell do I do? I'm just going to like bob around in the boat because I don't know which way to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a feeling of that. I think, uh, and I think I'm, I'm not, I'm not new to running a business, but I'm definitely new to this business. And and so Mm. I'm, you know, I'm very aware that I need to listen to my customers or potential customers. But then I also respect the opinion of businesses who are already doing this, um, who obviously have more uh, experience than me. So
0: so one of the comments you said a minute ago was you have a customer saying, I wouldn't buy that color. I would buy well that, this color.
1: Yeah, well, that was really, uh, that was really more being silly. But I, I suppose, well, here's an example. In the same day, in the morning, I got some feedback from a potential customer saying, I wouldn't buy one of your products because it has your brand on it and then in the afternoon an apparel company sent me some feedback saying you should do a signature t-shirt that just has your brand name on the front because that's what we sell the most of and i didn't I, I think i just i probably you know shut down at that point at that
0: point you've had the same thing as me as speak faster and speak, speak less you've had and the slower. same yeah, yeah you just can't do it um, so there is only one true piece of feedback the absolute honest feedback is, does someone buy? Yeah. If they say, I'd only buy it in yellow, you go, great, I can make it in yellow. Give me the money now, please. Sure. And then stare them in the eye and wait till they pay. That's the only bit. And there's a sentence at the end of your email to me that sort of really hit me. And do you mind if I sort of read no, it back to you? Yeah, be means you said that you've been doing all of the stuff. You've been working on it. You've been taking the advice. You've been working on it. And it doesn't seem to be working. And the only logical conclusion is that my products are poo. Yeah, you I used, used a different word. A very different word. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you said, I'm poo. Yeah. Uh, it's all pointless. And I should go live under a bridge. Uh, and yet when I say to that, to anyone they say no 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 it's all amazing (laughs) everything's amazing keep going i'm tired Uh, and my heart went
1: oh toby how how you
0: feel can i give you a hug i'm so sorry
1: yeah yeah it's just yeah i mean by all means accuse me of being a drama queen that that was perhaps a little over the top but um yeah it no i mean you just you know at what point do you say okay enough's enough this you know, this doesn't work. It's it's not working. I mean, to use the fishing analogy, if you don't catch anything that day, you go back to the to the harbour and you change your bait, don't you? And then you go back. Or you out try and you a try different you...
0: bit of sea. Or... Yeah,
1: yeah. But that that process, and I, I'm, you know, it's ridiculous to complain about it. But that that process could go on for decades.
0: Well, you'd starve before that point using well, your right. fishing analogy. Um, so you kind of have to eat at some point.
1: Yes. Well, I guess that at that, that point is, okay, I'm not going to be a fisherman anymore. I'm going to work at McDonald's.
0: <laughs> they have food. They will They've will. got food. <laughs> yeah, can we call it that? Let's yeah. not go there. I won't insult them too much. Look, I think I have three tests for whether a mini experiment works or not. Mm-hmm. And the concept of a mini experiment is you put a product into the market and you see if anyone buys. And the three tests of whether mini experiment works or not are, A, did you sell anything? Like, did you make any money? What Mm -hmm. happened? B, did you enjoy doing it? Like, if you've sold to some customers, did you enjoy it? What happened with the process? Mm -hmm. And C, did the customer enjoy it? Okay. Like, did they enjoy your product? Would they come back for more all of that sort of stuff? And they're three simple tests. Um I know the answer to two of your tests, but let's do it. Did you sell anything? No. Uh did you enjoy it?
1: I enjoy the make I enjoy the process.
0: Okay. And mm. then you can't really answer did they enjoy it because we haven't sold one yet?
1: Well, other than I suppose and we'll perhaps touch on this later, but my only sounding board for our people interested is social media, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm getting good feedback, but mm-hmm. no one's clicking by. an identity
0: profit is for sanity.
1: yes, yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 and I say
0: it's... you you like we can all get likes well. Depending on what we do, there is a way to get likes, but it doesn't necessarily transmit into stuff. Yeah. And okay, so have you done a post recently where you got good feedback about your products? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, what kind of feedback did you get? Was it messages? Was it likes? Was it loves? Was it what kind of feedback? Uh,
1: likes, comments, um, a couple of private messages, a couple of um, reshares, I suppose. Um, cool really did
0: bad. you ask them to buy did you do like the direct uh, message them and say i'm glad you liked it i'm having a special or whatever like would you like to buy one
1: uh no i didn't do that but the place that they saw the product there's a big flashing buy me here banner
0: but that doesn't necessarily mean they will and that was no, an interesting right. piece um uh, we've got a podcast coming out very soon lady's name's Diane and she was selling a conference okay. and her realization was putting it out there to sell promoting driving traffic no one came to the no one came to the web page to buy but when she started direct messaging the people that liked it and saying I'd love you to come yeah would you book a ticket she started to get sales and it feels completely inefficient to do that But she got sales doing it, and it was the same. I don't know if you ever listened to the coaching series with Jamie the Artist. Mm. She was very reticent to send individual messages about her comic book Kickstarter. But when she did, things started to kick off. Uh, People would share it for her. It would, would drive things. And we can't rely on people seeing a big flashing sign. Yeah. That's odd, isn't it? Yeah, it is odd, I know. The world is weird, um, but we have to just take it the way it is. Sure. Like, then let me just go to the diagnosis phase because I think we dived into a bit of detail there, but the diagnosis phase will do it. So Simon, my business partner, and I like to then go, okay, so the mini experiment has, like, on the face of it, failed. Let's dive into the details, which is... Like, how many people did you directly ask to buy the product?
1: Yeah,
0: and if we've asked five hundred people or a thousand people from our target market and they have all said no, then we kind of have to like face some music here or work out what to do. And we either twist the mini experiment, we go and do something else, we you know we do something there. Mm-hmm. But if we haven't directly asked those people we haven't directly closed how can we know whether or not the mini experiment was actually a failure or not um so that's my question to you how many people did you directly ask how many people did you metaphorically or physically eyeball and ask to buy
1: <laughs> I, I like the eyeball um <laughs> it's uncomfortable the eyeball isn't it it um, is yeah no that's true i directly uh directly know no one Okay. I think I'm I think I've gotten stuck into this I think because I think I've gotten stuck in not knowing what I'm doing. So I'm I'm going to people like yourself, but I'm going to business owners and and, and, and other apparel brands and saying, what do I do? rather than going and doing it.
0: Okay. So this feedback on this post was this Instagram, Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Can you open up Instagram now?
1: I can't. Uh, my my oh son no. is using my phone. Isn't that weird? Your son, my 15-week-old son. 15 week 15 weeks today. He. Um, the only way you can get him to go to sleep is one of those white noise things. So he has my phone above his... <laughs> it's ridiculous. My life is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to set you some f- f- homework. Homework. Is that okay? IG homework. I love it. Your
0: homework is to go through your last five or 10 posts and find everyone who has positively commented and ask them to buy. Not in a like a nasty way, but in a like, I noticed you said this. Um, yeah. I'd really like. I loved your feedback. Thank you for connecting. Would you be interested in buying it? I could do free shipping or I could do this or I could do that. Some kind of like little incentive, maybe even not that, but just like a little hook. Would you like to buy? And let's directly ask 20 people to buy and see what happens. Okay.
1: That seems reasonable.
0: Yeah. And then if they say no, what will you say back?
1: Well, see, my Chet Holmes is in my ear going, "You have got to ask them another eleven times." But, um, <laughs> I, and, but I know that I, what I'll do is I'll go, "Okay, thanks very much, bye," and I'll get all. Oh, That's so sorry. British.
0: That's so British, <laughs> isn't it? We need to Ooh. beat that Britishness out of ourselves. Terribly
1: sorry, terribly sorry, bye bye now. Um, terribly
0: sorry to inconvenience you. Uh, I mean, I yes. don't know.
1: What do you do with a, with a with a product like that? I think it's.
0: I don't think you've even told us what your product is yet. Tell us, tell us. I do beg your pardon.
1: We make, uh, we Um, make hoodies. Well, T-shirts and hoodies now. I said I wasn't going to do T-shirts, but we are doing T-shirts. I make (laughs) hoodies that celebrate the father-daughter bond. Ooh. Okay.
0: So hoodies and T-shirts that celebrate the father-daughter bond.
1: Yeah. For anyone listening, where can
0: they have a look and see
1: this? They can come and find us on Instagram at Anya and Daddy. Anya spelled A-N-Y-A. Or you can go to our website, which is anyaanddaddy.square.site.
0: Cool. Perfect. Thank okay, you. So if they say no, we've got options. Mm-hmm. Um, we could learn. We could say, oh, that's cool. What stopped you from saying yes or what stopped you from buying? And we can go like that route. Ask why. The one that I always like using is... We're a new business. We're trying to learn and improve. It would really help me to know the honest feedback and like brackets. You can't hurt my feelings. (laughs) I I know they can, (laughs) but you have to give them permission to do it. Otherwise, they won't be honest with you. (laughs) They'll just. People are British, okay? They just don't. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They just want to be nice to you, and they're like, "Oh no, your products are lovely. Just keep going." yeah but that doesn't help us it doesn't help us which is why i'm so hard on just ask for the sale because nothing else really matters because they will just be nice to you and Mm. nice doesn't help us grow i want to swear nice yeah it doesn't help
1: yeah yeah okay
0: Then we get to the stage of okay, we've asked a bunch of people and we haven't got any sales, and then we really are going, Okay, is this really the business that I want to be doing? Yeah. Um, and then we come to the stage of, Okay, what do we change? What do we twist? What do we do? Is it the designs? Is it the subject? Like I've been out there and I've asked fifty fathers to buy directly, and I've asked fifty daughters to buy directly, and none of them have said yes. Yeah, we've got some. We've got a problem. Yeah, there's some. and then we can actually deal with it where sure. we are, and like the Chet Holm Books Chet Holmes book is fantastic because it tells you about persistency. It tells you lots of stuff. Yeah, um, it just like I think where we are at the moment, we've just got to directly try and have a go at selling this using the people that have already said they like it
1: yeah and then
0: that's it that's
1: all we're gonna do i suppose it feels like and it's a, it, again again it, i realize how ridiculous almost everything that comes out of my mouth sounds but it feels <laughs> like ever such a lot of work to contact one and you know and to to busy yourself away after one guy for a 40 pound hoodie Mm -hmm. and I know that's the ridiculous because you know if I could sell one hoodie I'd know that this was viable but it feels like if I if I have to do that all day every day just to make minimum wage or just to you know I whatever the example is it just feels I guess I've shied away because it feels like that's not uh productive enough that's not reaching enough people all at the same time or that's not
0: well, it's true, but if we do it and you only earn minimum wage, then what have we discovered? Like, I, it works. It either works or it doesn't. Like yeah. we've found out, we're yeah. not in this we've got middle, floating in the sea state that's just hideous for you and everyone oh, around cool you. Time. Like, stop floating, <laughs> take action, and we will know. Yeah. Whether it's what you want to do, like if you send a hundred messages and you send sell three hoodies. And you yeah. go, okay, I've sold my three hoodies. I've done that. Um, like, this is just not worth it. Yeah. At least you've got an answer and we can go on to the next phase of the mini example, the mini experiment. Sure. The worst thing you can do, Toby, is like kind of just put it out there and float around hoping.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, absolutely. And that was that was one of my questions was just, you know, filling the funnel. Like, how? I mean, I, I, I have a second business, which is um, uh, kind of typographic prints, home decor. Um, and for various reasons, I've gotten into a situation where I'm running, it's an Etsy business and I'm running Etsy ads mm-hmm. just to fill the funnel. But the stats, uh, you know, from something like 36,000 impressions, I've got 180 clicks and then 12 sales. I mean, the, the, it just the the funnel, the funnel is just like whoa! How do I get that many people for that little feedback? Uh, you know, and I guess uh, one of my questions is is you know how do you how do you fill that funnel? But I'm not. So I think- or, or maybe I'm not at that state. As you say, you know, maybe I'm. I need to do the the uh, the DM thing first to see if it's viable.
0: So I always have this thing that traditional business advice is always about scaling. How can you scale your business? How can you go as big as quickly? The challenge you've got is until we've done the test to actually know if it works, if we like it, you'll be scaling something that maybe isn't viable. And just, it's like if we scale a business that we haven't quite figured out how it works. We're actually scaling the problems as well as the good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And we actually need to do the experiment at a small level. And what I'm talking about is like a two week directed experiment. And I think people get this confused when they hear my stuff because they kind of like, okay, I can test my idea. I can do it without debt. Everything's cool. And I'm going to put it out there and then I'm going to like do it for like a year. I'm like, no, 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 no! Mini experiment is like quick, hard, fast, deep, boom. Yeah. Let's contact lots of people. Let's get it out there. Let's do it. Let's work out. And then after two weeks, maybe a month at a stretch, we can work out: is this a business we actually want to keep running? And yeah, let's not sit in the purgatory of not knowing.
1: Yeah, it is awful. It's an awful. <laughs> An awful situation i'm so
0: sorry well, i'm trying just, to
1: pull you out <laughs> yeah no, and i love it I, and we've got a plan now but but that yeah just here's a new design oh here's a new design Ugh. and nothing I'm just hoping and flat someone, and who's yeah. going to find and that, and that's and i'm well aware of this uh, from the etsy stats example alone you know the the chances of being found organically on something like google uh, it's just not going to happen so you have to drop Minusky. well but you you have to drive stuff yourself, and if mm-hmm. and how, you know how do you do that? But as you say, you know, let's figure out the viability first.
0: Well, if we get a bunch of sales, yeah, then we can start to look at which routes you want to go down. Sure. And my dad used to be in sportswear. That's what he did. I used to do sportswear with him. And you've got different routes. You've got the website route you've got the direct to customer route where you go to different events and sell and then you've got the um channel route which is you sell to other people who ha- already have the customers and that might be clothing stores it might yeah. be different places you've got the channel um, but if we can prove it works direct, then we can go to channel and say, look, I know this works. I've sold X by doing it. Yeah. I think if we put it in through your custom, we can do, we can test that. It might also be, and please take this the right way. It might be that it's just a Father's Day thing. It sure. might be that it's just a seasonal business that you can run ads for three weeks before Father's Day. Yeah. Sell a decent amount and move on. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, no, and I did think of that. I think that I've been doing my best to not. One thing I I don't want to do is novelty hoodies. I don't want it to be a Father's Day thing. I don't you know that old guy's rule thing. I don't I, I don't want it to be that I'd like it to be. I think the the conclusion that I've come to in literally the last couple of days is to forget, kind of almost forget daughters. I'm not marketing to them because I don't know how to be a daughter, but I do know how to be a 43-year-old <laughs> father. So my marketing idea is to just approach dads of a similar age mentality, people who are into skateboarding and street art and graffiti and, uh, and design, and just say, look, all those things that you thought were cool when you were 14 are still cool. You've just forgotten about it because you know, your beard's gone gray and get, you know, hook them. Cause I know about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know about that, but I don't, you know, I'll leave the seven year old stuff to Anya.
0: So 19th of June is father's day. Today yeah. is the 11th of May. Can yeah. I suggest just let go of your pride and not being a novelty thing and just have a go just before father's day? just have a go like run a mini experiment okay like you don't have to do a new design it doesn't matter just like run an ad put out a post going don't know what to get your dad for father's day this is what your 35 to 50 something year old dad will love yeah because he used to be cool he used to help him feel cool again Like just put out something and like lose the pride about not being a novelty. Who cares? Just sell that. They'll love it. Sell it to them. I know,
1: but that goes. Does that not go back to you know point number two? Did you have a good time?
0: Well, if you sold a bunch of your hoodies and t-shirts to daughters that made their dads happy,
1: I know it. Isn't that ridiculous? As soon like, why am I turning? I'm turning down business Uh uh-huh what a moron moron, no it's not you're not a moron you've just
0: like got (laughs) something in your head that says like there's something bad with just being for one time of year yeah like the dad will wear it all the time of the year because it reminds them of their daughter and makes them feel loved that's true
1: yeah let's do that it, it might not work
0: It might not work. You might come back to me in a month's time and go, Alan, I did all this stuff and nothing worked. And then you go, okay, that's cool. We've learned. This is not the business to run. Let's run another mini experiment and move Mm. on quickly. Let us leave clothing and retail purgatory and move on to the next zone. (laughs) But we will not know that unless we just throw in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Goals. I like it that's um that's widened the net hasn't it that's widened the net slightly
0: has that helped absolutely yeah
1: that's no that's brilliant how um, do you feel i feel like i feel like i i i, I feel like i'm a jaded hack but i feel <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like cuz my in, my instinct i mean what do i know but but my experience up to now says it's not going to work what's the point But I'm going to do it, and if it works, then great. And if it doesn't, then I can say, I told you so.
0: If you believe it won't work going into it, the chances are it won't work. Yeah. Like, we all look and do things to stay consistent. One of the biggest human needs is to be consistent. Look, I told you it wouldn't work. And then I'm going to prove it won't work, and yeah. I'm going to screw up my life just to prove you are wrong. Confirmation bias, um, yeah, yeah, and that's what we all do. But it's 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 pointless. If you believe it won't work, it won't work. The what's the question you should ask yourself?
1: Why why wouldn't it work?
0: How might it work?
1: How might it works a better one?
0: how might it work how might i have fun with this mini experiment laugh and have a go at selling a few t-shirts yeah how might we make a few sales and have a bit of fun we need to ask better questions, better questions. and toby we are the sum of the questions we ask ourselves on a habitual basis So if we continually ask what could go wrong or like, I know this won't work. And then that sets you looking for what won't work. We won't get anywhere. If we start asking how might this work or how might I have fun uh, doing this mini experiment with uh, Alan and for myself over the next month, how might I have fun and make this, make a go of this. And then at least I will know the answer.
1: Yeah.
0: At least I will know the answer. And we just asking better questions every single day. I if you ask a question every single day for the next month, and I've just picked a month because it's the eleventh and Father's Day is on the nineteenth. Yeah, sure. Um, but like ask the question every day, how can I have fun, entertain my audience, and maybe get a sale today? And I'll just do two or three activities, push on, give yeah. it my everything, and then that's it and you'll come back to me in a month and it will either have worked or it won't. And like, you don't have to prove me wrong. I don't actually know if it'll work. Like I'm not saying this will work because I, no one knows. You don't know. That's part of the joy. We don't know the result. Anything could happen.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah. Does this kind of make sense to you? It does. Yeah. No, I, I do. I, I'm very aware of my, um, uh, uh insecurities uh up to this point and and that does not you're right it's the positive mental attitude thing is fifty is percent of the battle isn't it? Um yeah. But no, I mean we've got I've got a goal to shoot for, I've got a I've got a game plan, I've got some things that I've not tried up to this point because I've shied away from them. Um so yes. And that's, that's all we need to do is let's go to the next phase. Go to
0: the next uh, phase. And I think you've you've done all the right things. You haven't done the direct sales bit yet, Yeah. which is what we need to do. But you've <clears> done it. You've put it out there, but then you've just kind of sat in this middle bit. So let's just unlock it, get to the result. And yeah. that's the thing about the word experiment.
1: Yeah. Experiment
0: doesn't mean that you need to get a positive result. An experiment just means we're going to get a result
1: a result and i like
0: we don't care actually like for you a result is better than no result
1: yeah absolutely um that's a uh, that's another big struggle and certainly one from one of the chapters in in the chet holmes book that we have read recently and our homework was to go out and get some no's and i was thinking my initial thought was i hear no all the time actually i don't i don't hear anything (laughs) Ever.
0: You get silence. I just a get silence, which is silence. worse.
1: Because yeah. at least no is, okay, I can put this to bed. Whereas nothing is just nothing.
0: Mm. Will you go back to book club and tell them about your realisation about that getting no's and silence? Because I think there is a genuine difference that people don't understand because they'll yeah. put it on Facebook, they'll put it, their website out there, there'll be a few likes or crickets, and they take that as a no. That's yes. not a no, That's because not a you no. haven't actually seen it or heard it. Yeah, I think... There's a
1: genuine difference. You're, yeah, no, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I think the thing that I've struggled with, with not only the Chet Holmes book, but with a lot of the, the, the sort of business gurus out there, is that they're they're talking the majority of examples are for service-based industries, you know, and it's very difficult to, well, although it's apparently not because it's exactly what you told me to do, <laughs> but, is to phone someone up and say, do you want to buy a hoodie? You know, yeah. if you phone them you up can. and say, can I Can I have a, you know, I've been very much enjoying the, um, your conversations with is it Christine or Christina.
0: Christina, she's Christina, lovely.
1: She's wonderful. I could listen to her all day and and it's great to be on the journey with her. But, you know, for her to phone up and say, do you need an, an advertisement shoot? That's going to pay our wages for a month, whereas one hoodie. And and so it's quite – I found it difficult to relate to. And then actually I'll come on here and you've said, that's exactly what you need to do, so You need to get on the phone and call these people and get them to buy a T-shirt. So I've got two Great. thoughts for you. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I apologise. Not at all. It's surprising how many people I speak to who come on and go – I've listened to your podcast end to end, I'm different. Yes. It doesn't work for my industry. Yeah. And it's surprising how many times I just repeat the same advice and it seems to hit them. And like you're not alone. Everyone does this. So yeah. if you're listening to this podcast right now, going, I'm different, this doesn't work for me, please take this the nicest possible way. You're unique like the rest of us. Yeah. Just get on and do it. Yeah. Um and then my second thought is you're seeing this in a way of I sell one hoodie and that's it. How many hoodies do people buy?
1: Novelty How ones. many
0: T-shirts do they buy? Not, they're not novelty. No, it's a joke. Remove a joke. that word. <laughs> um, like, How many T-shirts do I own? Yeah, sure. How many t- yeah. hoodies? Like, Actually, I'm a fairly weird example because I'm nomadic, so I don't have that much space in my bag but Mm. like if you look at the average person's wardrobe they have 40 50 t-shirts and a bunch of hoodies yeah it's true if you sell them one and they love it they'll come back for a different design and another and another and i I think people see this it's oh it's so much work to get one sale we'll start to look at the lifetime value of a customer rather than just a one-off and build your list as we do this yeah. So if you get that people who've bought and you add them to a mailing list with their permission because we must do GDPR and all GDPR. that stuff. You, and like we add them to the list and then okay, then you email that list of 10 people who bought because of your work and five by the next one and you've added another 10 and then yeah. you do this. That's how it builds. Yeah. But we you use the one-off effort to get the ball rolling. And build the list that develops the bigger business as we go.
1: Yeah. See, it makes sense when you say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, how much do you think I had to hustle to fill the first ever pop-up rebel business going? Yeah,
1: it's true. It's true. And, and now, then it got
0: easier. It's yeah. still difficult, but it's easier.
1: A, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think... You know, I mean, this is my notebook from the Rebel Business course, and I'm under no misillusion that there is a scalable, actionable blueprint for business success within its pages, just sometimes, you know, it's difficult to see. And it must be scalable, it must be universal as well, because, you know, there were 200 people on the course that I did, Uh, not all of them sold hoodies, some of them (laughs) did, some of them did, but... um. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, it's. Uh, I think it's yes. The the unique, like the rest of us, thing is, has hit home uh, quite a lot because you do you do sort of go well. This doesn't apply to me. But it does apply to you. You're just being an idiot.
0: Or we just need to find the way. where it is, and I would like to ask you to stop being quite so harsh on yourself. You're doing the best you can, and um, like. Yeah. I admire you for getting out there and doing it. Well, You're doing you. the best you can. So look, before I close up and deliver sure. my closing remarks for the podcast, do you have any uh, like thoughts, questions, ideas, things you want to share with the audience, anything at all before I close up?
1: No, not really. I think um I think yeah, you've given me a bit of a lifeline back to shore. Um and uh yeah, and a and a good A good project to be getting on with. Perfect. Which I didn't have before.
0: Well, all I can say is thank you for being so open and coming on the show and sharing what you're feeling because the openness and honesty is the only way we can make progress. So I truly, truly appreciate it, Toby.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity. It It was a lovely conversation.
0: Awesome. And to everyone else listening to this right now, are you in business purgatory? have you launched your business and put it out there and then you're sat here wondering whether is it a real business is it not do I know you've kind of run half a mini experiment but haven't quite closed is now the time to push through and close the mini experiment that you've started to know for certain is this a business or not And can you put up with the pain of directly asking for sales and getting real no's to know so that you can move on to the next idea or grow the business you actually started? It's time to leave purgatory and start to work on the business you actually want to run. Thank you for listening to The Rebel Entrepreneur. You can have any life you want to choose to build something cool choose to take action choose to work to make your dreams become reality stand out be different be yourself be a rebel entrepreneur